0: Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land.
1: Striving for mediocrity
0: in a world of excellence, this is the Chaser Report.
1: Hello and welcome to the Chaser Report for Friday the 16th of September. I'm Charles Firth and with me today
0: again is
1: Andrew Hanson.
0: Hello there, Charles Firth. Yes, I'm in, I'm in Melbourne. Which part of the world are you in today?
1: I'm still in LA.
0: Ah, yes, I'm, good for
1: you. This is my last day though. I will be um, oh. heading back. Over the weekend?
0: Ah, uh, you don't have one of those standby flights, do you? Like you and I had when we tried to get out of LA and it took us about two weeks. Yeah, that I remember that. that yeah. But that was... I
1: mean, that sounds like a disaster. And it was a disaster at the time. Mm. But do you remember how cheap... Yeah. That ticket was.
0: No, it cost about $4 or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. but then in hotel fees, because we, <laughs> we, we, we had to book a hotel room every yes. night for the next and two And do you, do
1: you remember that hotel room where... So the first night we tried to get out of LA, Andrew had come up with a plan to illegally import a whole lot of ice cream into Australia. Do
0: you remember that? Yes. Of well, you, I was a big fan of it and still am. Big fan of Ben and Jerry's, but you couldn't get it in Australia back then. So Andrew had
1: quite rightly clocked that if he checked his bags into the... Like, checked it in with a whole lot of um, cartons of Ben and Jerry's, then it would be, like, at minus 50 degrees for Mm. the next 14 hours and would likely stay, stay frozen, right? Yeah. So... It was, and I was just incredibly nervous because I'd never broken any rule in my life. And here I was traveling alongside a trafficker of of, of contraband. I, sh- I should have
0: given it to you uh, to be my mule. Yeah. You know, yes. cookie, my cookie dough mule.
1: Well, I feel like I ate so much ice cream during that trip that I was sort of a mule. <laughs> like, oh. I was 90% ice cream anyway. <laughs> yes. But then, then we got bumped off that flight mm. unexpectedly. So we had literally about 16 cartons. Well, you had 16 cartons of ice cream. That then was just melting, and you. I remember you going, "Well, we're just gonna have to eat it all." Like there <laughs> yes, was no universe waste. in this that it could go to waste.
0: It can't. You can't waste that stuff. That is, stuff is frozen meth. It's great <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we did. We managed to eat. I think nearly it, all of it, didn't we? I think we. I
1: think we we ate an ungodly amount. Yeah. That, that I remember I remember that first motel because we never went back to that motel. Can you remember what was lying on the pillow of that motel that I, night? I that do remember night? it
0: because because uh, luckily not only did I lie on it but that pube went in my mouth. <laughs> so so it is burnt into my memory, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't as good as the ice cream, I can tell you that.
1: Yeah. So we laid out. It was a very cheap hotel. It, like it was literally about, I think, twenty dollars a night. Yeah. Well, it had to and... be because we
0: had to stay in LA every night for so many nights because we kept getting bumped off these standby flights. Yeah. We and we were
1: already running out of money, and then yes. Yeah. And well, because what were so... we
0: like, nineteen or twenty years old? Was I mean,
1: I remember that you went and bought some. I don't know why you were hungry after all that ice cream. You went and bought. <laughs> Maybe it was this was on a different night. <laughs> you went to a hotel, You went. And you bought some Chinese takeaway but <laughs> <laughs> and you really wanted a, a fork, right? You went to the front office, the reception area of this motel to get a fork. <laughs> and the guy was eating his noodles. And so you asked for a fork and then he just hands you his fork <laughs> that he was eating the noodles <laughs> with, with. This dirty <laughs> fork. <laughs> Do you remember I
2: that? Don't, I don't
0: remember that, but what a glo- I'm so glad you told me. I actually don't remember that. But that does sound very much like what happens yes. in, in low-cost motels in America. <laughs> motels. Like, this is exactly the sort of thing that would happen in a sheep. Yeah. I remember another motel.
1: It was during that period when we got there and the remember the pillows were damp. Oh, you yes. that? Yes, it was, it was a d- one of those yeah. damp pillows. Damp pillows? Yeah. How do pillows end up damp? Like, what yeah. what's going on fluid. Yeah.
0: Why? Why are they damp? They had pubes on them or damp? Oh, probably oh. the fork man. He probably had a, a, a night sweat sleeping in the room the night before now, or something.
1: Just uh, in case you haven't been across the news in the last couple of weeks, uh, yeah. the queen. Has died Oh God, um, Charles well, that, Did that's you know fair. that? Oh my
0: God, that's big news
1: Yeah It's amazing um, And uh, so just after the break We're going to get John Del Who's one of the Chaser interns To uh, chat through uh, What's been going on uh, In the Chaser newsroom And uh, recount some of the Because there's been a little bit of a backlash And we thought This Friday episode Might be a nice time to sort of Reflect on the last couple of weeks of coverage so if you want to get rid of those ads, just go to chaser.com.au slash podcast and uh, <laughs> subscribe to our premium version that's ad free. And there's also, we do put extra episodes in. Uh, we haven't this week because I've been in NLA, but we will put in a, a bonus hip uh, early next week. So joining us now is John Delmenico. Hello. Welcome back to the show, John. Hello. How's everything going in Sydney?
3: Sydney is going... Like, nothing's happening, so it's pretty much as per usual, despite the Queen's yeah, passing. Yeah, right.
1: But my understanding is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I've been talking to my parents occasionally, you know, from over here. And apparently, the only topic on the news ever is just the Queen. Like, this half an hour. Oh, yeah. How do ha- you get rolling updates on the Queen being dead? Like, nothing changes. Like, surely it's like a one minute story.
3: Well, so here's the thing, Charles, you're really overestimating how much story they're putting into these stories. Right. There was a, the like, breakfast TV, uh, ABC News breakfast at one point had Mike Rowland standing outside of Buckingham Palace at night going, nothing's happened for the last six hours while the family's been asleep, <laughs> but then not just going to a different story, just doing nothing for a few hours because the the family, royal family was asleep. <laughs> Right, it was gripping
0: footage. I thought of the sleeping (laughs) royals. I mean, I I you're dissing it, John. I found the whole. I stayed up for that. Um. (laughs) But what are the ratings like? Like, surely no
3: one's watching it. Like the only one who hasn't done rolling coverage was Media Watch, who has criticised the rolling coverage and pointed to the fact that by from Saturday onwards the ratings have been going down. Oh because everyone's sick of the Royal coverage. Oh, my coverage. goodness.
0: Well, you, you know, John, who, who's guilty of, of some of this, I saw on Twitter, Dommy. Now, he's not with us on the podcast today, but Dom, Dom Knight, who, who's been <laughs> hosting the Afternoons program on ABC Radio Sydney, he, he tweeted that he was <laughs> devoting an entire show to uh, to pubs in New South Wales that are called The Royal. <laughs> And, oh, oh my God! That's, that's investigated. We're going to have to ask him about it when he comes back to the podcast. So, so what did you uncover, Donnie, about the royal tubs?
1: Yeah. Oh, the the angles are desperate now. <laughs> like
0: well, you. I know I, I, I'm getting people knocking on my bloody door here because yeah. I, I, I live yep. in Kingsville in Melbourne. Did you see the one about the, the person who loved
1: should, corgis? We're going to do yeah. We're going to do an episode next week of people who've once um, had a royal-related. Crossword puzzle clue presented to them.
0: I I think we should. Or yes, and I would, and I wouldn't stop there. I would also interview anybody who's eaten those biscuits that are called Royals. (laughs) Royals. Yes, Yes. they need
1: to be
3: grilled. I think you guys are going the wrong angle with this because, like, ABC recently did one that was um, somebody who likes corgis. (laughs) No, (laughs) so no connection to Royals themselves. They just like corgis and therefore are similar to the Queen in one way, and therefore should get an interview. Uh. Well, if um, anybody drinks gin? for so you go that whole round as well. In Australia,
1: they can... Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, because she used to drink gin for breakfast. Well, actually, it's funny because I, I have, in honour of the Queen, been drinking gin for breakfast as well. Um, <laughs> Good for you. Actually, for well before she <laughs> that's died. Sweet. That's very, yeah. <laughs> uh, <it's> very respectful <laughs> yeah. of your child to prepare for her impending
0: um, death in that way.
1: So I, a few days ago, somebody from ABC Radio in Melbourne contacted me Mm. um, saying they were trying to work out how to cover the Queen's death. they asked me to come on and talk on the topic of what topic would you be able to talk on non-stop? (laughs) So that's meta coverage I've heard.
3: Well, that... Non-stop. Well, it's not like there's anything else going on the news, though, Charles. <laughs> yeah, they have to keep everything ongoing forever with the Queen. They so must just so, keep, so, yeah. so,
0: you were on ABC Radio Melbourne, Charles. For how long? Like, how long did you talk non-stop in the end when you went on? Oh
1: for about five minutes, and then I um, couldn't be bothered anymore. <laughs> oh, so you it's hung hard... up
0: on 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 the on, on the
1: non-stop? Yeah. Really? No, it, it was just like what. What are the things that you would? What, what would you be able to talk non-stop on? Like my answer was cricket. I, I'm ha- okay. I'd happily mm-hmm. talk
0: about cricket forever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But do you
1: have a, do you have any passions, Andrew? The...
0: No, you know me. No, no passions. No passion. I mean, I no look. I could I yeah. I could talk nonstop about uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I could probably talk cream, nonstop too. about the flavors that I've experienced over the years and uh, what I'm hoping for mm. in the future.
1: Well, we'll cross live to you. Um, oh yes! Oh, wow. I remember
0: eating a pint of wavy gravy Ben and Jerry's back in nineteen ninety nine, and that was a, that was an experience. I could talk at great length about that, um, but I won't. And jo- John, John,
1: what what do you what do you um, like talking nonstop about? This is a terrible topic. You, see, you can see why I hung up after five minutes. It's a terrible. In, yeah. Anyway, so John, what we wanted you to talk about on this podcast today is the Chaser has been right in the thick of this coverage. And you, as the senior yeah. royal correspondent for the Chaser, um, have been up to your eyeballs in in good angles. Y- you you came up with the best headline I think I've seen so far, which is the because the Queen's death happened on OK day. What was your
3: headline? <laughs> well, it was while she was it was like when they announced that she was um, that she was resting and comfortable. Right. We put out a twi- um, a tweet that said. Are you okay? Day not going well. At the palace. This <laughs> is <laughs> great. That did cause a little bit of controversy, yeah. though. Yes, I'm not sure how.
1: <laughs> well, it, it got the Daily <laughs> Mail, it got the News. dot com,
3: you got Daily Mail, all the news corp outlets. Um, the Lad Lad Bible yeah, were furious. Bible? Like they were uncharacteristically yeah. furious. They used the word seething. Lad Bible <laughs> were um, really. Do they you yeah. about that? I didn't think Lad um, Bible was. was
0: the most sort of morally upstanding and woke account. It was
3: a really bizarre because usually they love our uh, stuff.
0: I think they're they're British though. Aren't
3: they? Oh yeah, I mean Lad Bible Australia got yeah. upset, which is the bigger, which is weirdly the bigger brand internationally. Is
0: it really well, Lad Bible does well in um, Australia?
3: No, Lad Bible Australia does well overseas. Oh. It's like one of the top That's Facebook pages overseas, but in Australia doesn't do very mm, well. Yeah, right. which mi- might have been why they really played into it. But it also became the story that like News Corp just throw into articles to try to get people angry and staying on yes, the websites. that's good. So we're on like crypto... There's like crypto articles that mention what the chaser said and all this stuff. News Corp even did an article I trying to figure out who the chaser wrote one that of the headline.
1: the chaser writers writes about crypto for Murdoch. So I suspect <laughs> that actually <laughs> it was probably one of our writers who mm. who was anonymously... Um, <laughs> also attacking his own work.
3: That night was really weird because, like, so it was the night of Gabby's last show of her debut run of her like mm. tour. Mm. So we were all out to go drink with Gabby about celebrating her successful uh, yes. tour. Yeah, yes. and you then Gabby, we, Bolt, um, of course. I mean, Gabby oh yeah, yeah, Bolt. It'll be, you know, if um, people
0: don't know Gabby.
3: Yeah, if forgotten who she is, she used to host this show and then went off to be, to do yeah. better things.
0: Yeah, she suddenly did. Um, Internationally. <coughs> this
1: is a very international. Yeah, we all
3: decided style. we weren't going to work. Sorry? We all decided we weren't going to yeah. work that night and we were just going to have fun. And then at like 10.30, we looked at our phones and saw the breaking news that they were flying the Royals out. Fantastic. And so instead, we all just immediately started coming up with as many jokes as we could <laughs> and then picking yeah, the a few of them to put online. Thing.
1: In the... the, the, the a traditional yeah. chaser response, which is quick. Someone's dying. Let's make jokes about
3: it. <laughs> yeah, we also we also went through all of our old jokes to um see which ones repurposed. would not be too offensive if we repurposed them. Nice.
0: Oh, how many did you have to discard um, for uh, offensiveness, John? I mean, because, because I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not involved w- in this in this sort of online stuff. So, do you have a do you have a bank of really tasteless jokes that you can sift well, through? Do you? Ready to go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the one that we were ho- the one that we were unsure about was an article that we ran last year that I wrote um, called uh, "Charles Offers to Put the Queen Out of Her Misery." Oh, and you thought It's <laughs> <laughs> a photo mean. of him holding up a pillow yeah. to her face, which we thought if we reran that, that might upset people if she's yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> so mm, we decided not mm. to, which goes against the what the media was saying about us actively trying to offend yeah, people. Yeah, no,
1: we're just running...
3: because we could just have gotten worse. Laugh.
1: That's what we're. That's our only crime is comedy. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but but,
1: but the, there was a brilliant headline, and huh? I, I don't know who came up with it. I don't know whether it was you or Cam, but the Prince Andrew one yesterday, which is... Because we, we were reporting on this podcast a few days ago that Prince Andrew has been given the responsibility of looking after all of the Queen's corgis, right? And, um, and-, and so... You ran sh- the headline. What was the headline?
3: Uh, Prince Andrew to take the um, Queen's Corgis due to his vast experience with grooming.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Which good. is a good gag. That is a solid gag. <laughs> Very solid. Very
0: solid. Mm. Thank you.
3: Uh, I was hoping the Daily Mail would pick that one up, but they <clears> didn't. <throat> um,
0: uh, well, I mean, they're, they're probably less that worried they've about moved you on offending to Prince now. Andrew, to be fair, as they would be about you offending the Queen well, or
3: you clearly haven't read the articles. Oh, <laughs> both Daily Mail and um, News. dot com. said that Char- like took specific offence to Charles making a joke about Prince Andrew being a paedophile. Oh, they didn't like. I know.
1: That. Yeah, they didn't like that. And they w- w- didn't one of them say you can't publish those allegations or something. Like, there was some weird thing where they it, they thought it was too oh, offensive Yahoo's- to pu- publish. The completely true allegations that he was...
3: Yahoo said it was too offensive oh, to yeah. publish Charles's response to the questions yeah. about why they, why he made a joke about That's Prince Andrew. That's
1: I, I, I can actually read out my response to them, which was, <laughs> look, all I'll say is that we're devastated here at The Chase to see a life cut short like this. Our thoughts and prayers with the family at this time, and in particular to all the 16-year-olds whose job it is to consult Prince Andrew. And
0: they didn't like that. Well, that it seems very harsh of them. It feels it? like...
1: M- mind you, the journalist then, he, he claimed it was unpublishable, but he did say, ha, 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 I doff my proverbial hat, sir. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> he was a I British think. journalist then. It was a de- uh, he was, uh, he was UK journalist. Yes, he was
1: a British journalist who also happened to be a 16-year-old boy <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be a... gender. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's Amazon.com/slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Chaser
3: Report. News you can't trust. My favorite coverage of it was in the Australians like media art, like media wrap-up of the week or whatever. It was very strange because clearly some people on that team are fans of ours. And so they were like. There was a part where they referenced a joke that um, Gabby made months ago that the Chaser interns are all maybe living in Charles's basement and forced <laughs> to stay there. Really? But they ran that as an actual <laughs> allegation.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> you know that that can now be put on Wikipedia because <laughs> that allegation has <laughs> oh, now <perfect>. been appeared <laughs> in the mainstream press. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a reference. It's a reference that can now be added to Wikipedia.
3: They also like very methodically tried to come up with who their main suspects were for who came up with the jokes like "Are you okay, day?" Oh, a oh and, really? Um, Did they? Some of that where they they were like, "Oh, the Chaser interns exist," mm. but then they didn't. We were the. They didn't actually come up with whether and why it wasn't us. They just said it probably wasn't us. What? But then they were like, actually, who? If you had to cu- guess which three people that they came down to and couldn't pick between, who would you guess?
1: Well, it'll be uh, yeah. Who's got the reputation for being the bad boy of the chaser? Well,
3: but it's also who wrote this. Who do you know
0: who wrote this article? Because some of them have beef. Well, someone shared, you know.
3: Yeah. Well, this guy very clearly has a beef with Chris. <laughs> oh, he's so he thought with Chris? that it was Chris. Oh, yeah. I well, think.
1: that makes that makes sense because Chris would write something offensive. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. Well, because
0: he's very funny. Could quite possibly, be Chris. <laughs>
3: Because they also laid out their thinking for each oh. of these. So, well. Okay, so Chris... So it's very detailed, isn't it? Very yeah,
0: detailed. this is... I mean, and, they obviously and don't and know... I that, none of us write... I mean, it's all written <laughs> yeah. by the Chaser interns now, isn't it? Yes. I mean, I don't think anyone who, from the from the TV series writes any of the material, so they, they don't know what they're on about. <laughs> exactly. It was
3: written by Jared <laughs> oh, oh, Jared, yes. No. And poor oh. oh. old Jared, he wouldn't know. Well, he
0: probably thought Julian wrote them. He <clears <clears yes, he doesn't like Julian much, no. I don't think. Yeah.
3: Weirdly... The thinking of who he doesn't like, who clearly he doesn't like, were the ones he was like part of how he was like, or so it wasn't. Them. Ah,
0: okay. Oh,
1: the
3: th- the three names that he finalized on was it was either oh. you, Charles, you, Andrew, or Dom. Oh. They're the three
0: least likely people to have written any of this. Yeah, <laughs> so I wonder why he. That's thought... very
3: odd. Yeah, it's very my fa- But the reason why I think he must have a, like an actual problem with Chris is that his reasoning for why he thinks it wasn't Chris is that Chris is irrelevant. That was the only thing he said, is that Chris is irrelevant, therefore it wasn't him.
0: Poor old Jared, he doesn't realise that nearly all of the TV shows, like about 70% of the script was written by Chris. (laughs) <laughs> but I, but it just goes to show, Jared Ger- Ger- has never known what he's on about. But I yeah, but like,
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he, instead of say ringing us up and asking who wrote that gag, I know, no, he's never done you, that. He's never done that. Which you could totally do. Like you could, you could easily do that. Yes, Twitter. Way, and I would say John Delmenico
0: came yes. up with that excellent gag. Yes, and he wouldn't he have ex- to theorize. Yeah. Mm, yeah.
3: Well, like also weirdly. The fact that like one of the people he rules out is Cam Smith, the oh, editor, the digital editor, and social <laughs> hey, media manager who,
1: who,
0: who <laughs> at at edits everything you do. John. <laughs> at least it's Jared knows Cam yeah, exists, the, though. At least he knows that much. <laughs> I mean, Jared's uh, also I feel they a bit did, sorry for him because I, I think he. I think he has an unhealthy obsession with The Chaser. I mean, the amount that he's written about mm. The Chaser brand over the mm. years is, is an unhealthy amount for anybody to write.
3: He recently called, like a few months ago, he called Charles a middle-aged man who should stop with a childish stunts. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. As his headlines. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, well but to be fair, Jared right? was
0: <laughs> saying the same 12 years ago about all of us as well.
1: Mm. well and he's probably
0: quite accurate. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, I you know. Agree. Quite I, mean, I agree with <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty much everything Jared <laughs> I <mean, Gerard> writes, <laughs> except for the factually right. untrue but stuff.
1: Where does he write this stuff? Is, <laughs> wh- what publication?
3: It's at the Australian. There's this like weekly media wrap. Oh, right. That's like their answer to mm. Media Watch, and it's really long. Yes, right. it's so long. Like it's like dull. fifteen pages of just. Someone rambling about Gerard almost has exclusively the ABC the, and the chaser
1: He's achieved the impossible and made gossip a gossip column boring. He's
0: <laughs> yeah, the most boring gossip in the world. Yes, it's so long-winded. It's extraordinary. Poor old I remember poor old Julian once was stuck in an email conversation back and forth with Jared. It was one of the only times, perhaps the only time, that Jared actually contacted one of us, and uh, it was and we were. Uh, we were weeping with boredom. I remember in the office at some of these lengthy emails that Jared was sending to Julian. They went for pages and pages and pages, and eventually Julian just sent sent back a one-word reply that said unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very
1: good. That's very good. <laughs> uh Well, John. So, are you going to um, be live tweeting the the royal funeral, or whatever it's called, on the twenty second, or are you going to take the day off because it's a public holiday? Like, how do we? What's the employment situation there?
3: See, I kind of want to say I'm going to live tweet it, but then I'm also realizing nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Like in my head, Ben Robert Smith being there means he might kick over a coffin and and push it (laughs) off a cliff. But like that's not going to oh. happen. They're all just going to stand there and be yes. boring. Mm. Like I think the only interesting thing could be if the FBI shows up because they, that's somewhere they know Andrew will be. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely they they'll arrest questions.
1: a few people who say accurate things at them. Like, there'll be a few. They arrests. won't like that. Yeah. They definitely
0: yes. won't like that. Like there's any, especially if there's any non-white people who, who are you know using this yes. time to inappropriately talk about the monarchy, which we yes. shouldn't be talked about at a time when the monarchy is front of mind in everybody yes. in the entire world's brain.
3: And, and I love the,
1: the people who are saying, we shouldn't politicise the Queen. No. no. Even though <laughs> she's the head of our of political this. system. Yeah, she's, she's, keep, like, keep she's literally the, the actual head of our political system. Like, <laughs> she, she embodies politics. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's above politics because yeah. she's literally on top of all the politics. yeah. yeah. Oh...
0: I think it's not too late, though, for the Queen to make a sort of James Bond, you-only-live-twice-style escape from the coffin. Yes. I'm kind of hoping that, you know, without without, nobody noticing, while people are distracted, she's going to leap out of the coffin, hopefully wearing scuba gear and, uh, you know, dart off across the English Channel to further adventures.
1: Uh, I will watch the funeral just in case that happens.
0: We we can always hope. I'll be disappointed if it doesn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Keep up the good work, John, and um, have a good weekend. Yeah, it'll be
3: fun. I'm sure. Because my best part is, I always also get to read all the news because of my job. So I'll get the exciting thing of what we've done wrong or what Megan has done. Oh, yes. That is mm. bizarre. We should
1: get Megan on the podcast <coughs> and <clears> to her on to critics. Yeah, we will. We Can you do wrong. that, John? Yeah.
3: Hmm. I'll try. But um, a recent hit piece I literally just read is that she. Horrifically and disrespectfully paused her podcast until after all the funeral nah, stuff's done. Yeah, see, as to and like News Corp is very mad that she's done that.
0: That's disrespectful. Well, that's right.
1: That's the, the only reason we've kept this podcast going is out of respect
0: for the Queen. <laughs> 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 it's so respectful <laughs> to be doing this right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Maybe mean, we should probably make some extra episodes out of respect, shouldn't we? I mean, if just yes. to show true contrition and respect. Yes. To read, we should be podcasting more, more frequently. It's what she would have wanted. She would have wanted
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Our gear is from Road. We're part of the ACAST Creator
2: Network. We'll catch you next week. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts?